Welcome to the Plutonomics Podcast with Lori Cammie and Barnaby Levin. The word Plutonomics means the study of wealth. It's our mission to educate, to help clients think about their goals and how they might benefit from working with an advisor to achieve them. But more importantly, it's to make sure our listeners understand both the pros and cons of any issue so they can make informed decisions and increase the odds of finding the right answer for them. You see, it's not who's right or wrong, but knowing there are no disinterested parties or unbiased opinions and that where you sit depends on where you stand. The challenge to making good decisions is to start by questioning one's assumptions and to break free of our prejudices because the truth usually lies somewhere in between. There are always two sides to every issue, both of which have merit. Last week, we only made it partway through our debate, whether the rather dire predictions of Ray Dalio and Jeremy Grantham, in the famous words of Joe Pesci, hold water. According to Grantham, we said, we're on the verge of our fourth ever super bubble. And therefore, he is recommending we get out of U.S. stock altogether. That is, we sell every share of every stock in every company we own before they all, without exception, fall 50% or more. In his opinion, they're all overvalued. But as dramatic as that may sound, Ray Dalio goes even further. That's true. In his book, Principles for Dealing with the Changing World Order, Dalio says we're on a classic path towards some form of civil war, first because of financial problems due to deficits, high taxes, money printing, and inflation. And second, because of large wealth and value gaps in which people are more willing to fight for what they want than compromise. When these things coexist, he says, they inevitably boil over. This, in fact, is something we've touched on before when referring to the work of William Strauss and Neil Howe in their book, The Fourth Turning, An American Prophecy, first published in 1997. The reward of the historian, they say, is to locate patterns that recur over time and to discover the natural rhythms of social experience, which, according to them, result in what they call turnings. Turnings, they say, come in cycles of four, and the fourth, the one we're supposedly about to enter in the not-too-distant future, is a decisive era of secular upheaval that propels the replacement of the old civic order with a new one. So, for different reasons, it seems they're all thinking things are about to get dicey and in a pretty big way. But this, as Grantham also says, may simply be what happens from time to time to all markets, from commodities and currencies to stocks and bonds, They all go through periodic corrections before recovering, as they do on average, in seven out of every 10-year period. However, one of the black swan, or what we call low percentage tail risks, that do seem to be gaining traction are the geopolitical ones, where global markets are becoming far more affected by potential conflicts between Russia and Ukraine, China and Taiwan, or Israel and Iran. These are all fairly unpredictable events that of course seem so predictable in hindsight. 
But the question is whether Dalio's sounding a valid long-term alarm. I've closely observed and followed Ray throughout my career and have always been impressed by his brilliance. But he is and always has been what I call a glass half empty kind of guy. That I think may be why he started Bridgewater, so he could hedge as many risks as possible. So while I respect his and Grantham's concerns, as a long-term investor myself, I can't help thinking neither view is compelling enough to warrant any actual sea change that's about to lead a sustainable and prolonged economic downturn. But I do believe this is more serious than simply being a matter of stretched valuation, Lori. They're talking about big picture demographics, hundred year cycles, and people on the extreme willing to fight for what they want instead of working together in a spirit of compromise that has always served us well. Last week, I said I didn't disagree with Grantham when it comes to a lot of stocks being overvalued, but I don't agree that everything is. I don't agree people should get out of U.S. stock altogether just yet, and I definitely don't agree with what he recommends instead. That is, emerging markets and what he considers cheaper developed countries like Japan. As I said, if or when we go down, I'd expect those markets to go down every bit as much or more, and therefore certainly don't see them as safe havens. But for anyone who's ever read my Equus reports, I do think things are at some point headed for conflict, whether civil and or one way or another with China. And in my opinion, it's just a question of when. It's not inevitable, but it's going to take some real leadership and a widespread recognition by people everywhere that in a world of nuclear weapons, nobody wins. Karl von Clausewitz once said, war is the continuation of politics by other means, which always seemed a little trite to me. Mao, on the other hand, when he said war is politics with bloodshed, well, I think that's a little bit closer to the truth. It just seems to me that people have forgotten what war is like when it's happening on their own doorstep, like in the movie The Patriot. When it's over there, it's like other people's money. No problem. Go get them. But when it's you or your own children standing on the front line, it's a very different thing. And given the level of rhetoric today, I think we've reached a point where it's prudent to at least prepare. Conflict comes in many forms, from rationing access to water or the energy grid to, in the electronic age, our data. But before we convince our listeners to commit Harry Carey, to liquidate their lifetime savings, or sew gold and jewelry into their pockets? While civil or global war are risks, I do believe the probability of a tearing our country apart for a generation or more is small, and therefore hedging some of our exposure to, say, higher-risk assets and having resources that are easily liquidated to help us withstand an emergency for a meaningful period of time are all that seem warranted for now. That's all I'm saying, that we simply check those boxes long before they're needed and, to a degree that doesn't preclude the possibility, we'll somehow figure things out again in time. The reality is, for the moment, our country's economy is leading the world out of the pandemic. 
which has created imbalances and bottlenecks, many of which are already in the process of being corrected. The dollar's strength, despite rising oil and gas prices, has been a welcome relief. And, better late than never, our Fed does finally seem to be on the verge of reversing their monetary stimulus. So that's a plus. I feel, however, that we need to continue focusing on the landscape of alternative investments. From hedge funds to floating rate credit and, quote, precious metals. From gold and silver to Bitcoin. Because they're all, in one way or another, able to participate in varying degrees in up or down markets. With a caveat, they sometimes exhibit greater short-term volatility and, to some extent, sacrifice liquidity. Absolutely. And as we've said before in some of our other podcasts, millennials and Gen Z seem to be exerting more influence, I think in a positive way, both economically and politically, and as contributors to innovation, consumption, this may bring about that new guard you and Neil Howe have mentioned without resorting to bloodshed or some of the more extreme authoritarian and military risks as foreseen by Grantham and Dalio. Well, we'll be watching closely on our clients and our listeners' behalf, and we'll continue to discuss these and other viewpoints so everyone can remain informed about their choices and their alternatives. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us again next week. This is Lori Cammy and Barnaby Levin for the Plutonomics Podcast, signing off. LK Wealth and Asset Management and LCK Wealth are a group of investment professionals registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC, and advisory services through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk and there is no guarantee that the process or investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and any investment opportunities referenced may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced are from sources believed to be reliable and any opinions, news, research, analysis, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. Neither LK Wealth and Asset Management, LCK Wealth, or Hightower shall in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data or for statements or errors contained in or admissions from the obtained data and information referenced. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced and such data and information are subject to change without notice. This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of LK Wealth and Asset Management and LCK Wealth and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates. 